笑着。Season only just because season four was so bad. Like I have no problem with watching something with a problematic actor in it. The interviews after were bad. They were very bad. Oh, that was with where like, like Jessica, Jessica Walter, Walter was like crying. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. Oh, I love her. But, yeah, oh. and she's like the best part of the series. Oh, I know. And season four was also very bad, which is why I'm like, because I'm not even like sure. Not I'm really... Unless season five gets ridiculously good reviews, I'm right. not going to even bother. Like not even a moral thing. Welcome back, listeners. To Toy Story Minute, it's the podcast where we talk about Toy Story 2, A Tale of Two Kitties, and by kitties I mean halves of a dog. Yep. One minute at a time. I'm John. I'm Jeb. And there are no cats in this movie, and I've been wanting to use A Tale of Two Kitties forever. That's Garfield, right? There's Yeah. Yeah. There's not a single cat in this film. Strange. Whiskers was in last movie. Mm-hmm. Totoro's kind of a cat? I guess Ish. next movie. Ish. There's gotta be a cat in there somewhere. This is the only catless Toy Story, which is why it's now my least favorite Toy Story. Movie. <laughs> Just completely changed. It went from your favorite to your least favorite. Yeah, like that. yeah. If the Toy Story four is just about cats, then it's gonna be on the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't matter what actually happens in it. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Just if there's a cat, even like in the background. Right. <laughs> this minute starts with Jesse asking, "Should should we just should we just is that just part of the movie now?" <laughs> I love this. <laughs> okay, sorry. First, it ends with and some extra teeth, or no, and some uh, yeah, she extra, extra teeth? teeth. Yeah, that's weird because that's not how it works for Mr. Potato Head. No, I know. That's why I second guessed it when I read what I wrote. But yeah, that's oof, that's weird. Two quick things for the credits. One, Stinky Pete is credited as just Prospector. Hmm. Right? Well, that's good. The entire, like, rundown of the script, the original script, it never once says Stinky Pete. He doesn't have a name? It just keeps on saying Prospector. Oh, man. This is... I don't know if the in the actual, like, script script, but, like... But, like, the... what he's, his lines, like, it says Prospector. Says oh, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know if it does that, but, like, the entire time when I was, like, looking up just, like, the rundown of just mm-hmm. the plot, yeah. it just never once said Stinky Pete. It's yeah. like Prospector, that Prospector. That could be but... a thing that just happened in this, yeah. you know, later drafts. Huh, interesting. It's weird, because they make jokes about him being, he really are Stinky Pete. Etc. Etc. So, yeah, hmm. yeah. That's. Uh, I guess that's not that weird, but it's still like notable. The only other big thing is Rob Gibbs is, I think, an animator. I didn't write what he was, but his daughter Mary was born in '96, and right after this movie came out, she got a job, even though she was three or four. Four. Interesting. Can you guess what that job is? Diaper model. No. Four, she's too old to be a diaper. And Gerber baby. Pixar. I don't know. She was Boo. Oh! She was the actress who plays Boo. Duh. That's, okay. Oh, she's also in Inside Out because they use some of the clips of her as Boo mm-hmm. to play... Uh, Riley. Riley. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at some of the pictures that Boo drew, because Boo's name isn't Boo. No, that's just what they call her. If you look at the pictures that she drew, mm-hmm. she signs them, Mary Gibbs. So Boo is named after her voice actress. Okay. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that actually is. So cool. She was born before this movie, so she's not one of the production babies. Damn. The string break thing is so good, though. I know. It's like, this is the only one that feels like a real blooper, if only because, A... The writing of it is good, but, like, should we just make this part of the movie? You just lose his string? Yeah. Yeah. And then, also...
also just because Joan Cusack's acting is so good. Yeah, just because Joan Cusack's so good. Like, who has she done another voice act? Oh yeah, she's done more voice acting. I'm sure, right? Yeah. We talked about her so much in this movie. And yeah. I forgot. This is the best blooper blooper in my opinion. If you don't count them as potato heads, right? Blooper. The bloopers and blooper bloopers. Mm-hmm. And then the blooper bluppers, yeah. of course. In the boofer bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of not boof boofs, boof bloofs, bloofs. God, dang it! Calm down. Speaking of not bloop boop. Speaking of Betty Boop, Potato Head Part Two is here with a golf with ball. A golf ball. That does Casey not fit. Like golf? It doesn't fit. I know. Also, does Mr. Potato Head play golf? And if so, why would he use that big of a golf? I don't ball? think he does play golf. I think it's just that's like a stereotypical male husband thing sprat. to do. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. For her to like kind of assume it, I guess. Another thing that's too big is the plastic steak. Why? There's no purpose for and it. The plastic steak? She doesn't say what it's for, and it's definitely not for. Right. Can you, you eat I don't it? think it's for eating, no. Well, well okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Can they eat plastic steak? I'm sure they could. But, like, would it provide them the same energy? I don't think as... it would do anything for them, but, like, I can't think of any way it would be bad for I mean, them. would it be just like eating the cheese puff, though? I have no idea. Also, we didn't mention this last minute, but the cheese puffs, she puts them into him. So did he just kind of eat them? Just, like, reverse eat them? Just shove them right up his butt. Yeah, is this just, like, boofing? Or, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, when you, like, soak a tampon in alcohol and put it up your butt, like some, like, alcoholics do. Right. Like, did he eat those cheese puffs, just reverses? Would that be where they go? I don't know. That's... Can you feed Mr. Potato Head... A plastic steak, and then reach into his back and take it out. Then have him eat it again. <laughs> can you? You can would you never. You would only have to buy Mr. Potato Head. You'd only have to buy groceries once <laughs> in your life if you were a Potato Head. If that was true, that plastic steak was so good I could eat it again. I think I will. <laughs> I think I'll have. I think <laughs> I'll eat it now. <laughs> I, was I think I'll eat it now. You stole my chocolate. Now I'm gonna starve. <laughs> Then she gives him a rubber ducky. This is a whole and thing. A rubber ducky. Is the rubber ducky a, a toy? toy? According to uh, the Rex's. The oh, the party source Rex. Yeah. Yeah. I'd but this yes. ducky doesn't move. Right. That's so weird. Is this like a? Is this like a toy? It's toy? like the trick of dolls. Yeah. Is this like a toy's toy? <laughs> That's such a weird way to say it. I mean, I think this ducky was alive, mm. and that's interesting. Yeah, it's just like alive and just chilling in Mr. Potato Head's butt the entire... Yeah. Well, it, this is not I canon. I know. So, yeah. That would be weird, though, if he's like, Mr. Angry Eyes, and shoves a golf ball on his... Shows and grabs, like, a golf ball and a rubber Sh- ducky and shoves them <laughs> into his eye sockets. And a key. I don't know what it's for. This he is... should have unlocked Al's apartment. Yeah. This is <laughs> interesting, because rubber ducks are, like... A significant toy that has not shown up in the movie right. until the end of the second one. In the blue. Right? Yeah, right? Which, it's really weird. Uh, like, I got into a deep wiki hole of rubber duckies. They were invented in the late 19th century because vulcanized rubber was a thing and people were, like, inventing rubber Vulcans. things. What? Vulcans. Yes, Vulcans. Yeah, Mr. Spock invented the mm-hmm. rubber ducky. The first ones couldn't float. They weren't for bath toys, they were for chew toys. Because they that were not sense. hollow. That makes sense. Like, if you made a solid rubber duck, right. you'd give it to your dog or something. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. But eventually, you know, they could float and stuff. They were made into floating toys in the 40s. Hmm. 
by a sculpture. He sold over 50 million of them, and good for him. There's a bunch of weird things about rubber ducks that I found on just like the Wikipedia article. The world record for largest rubber duck collection is 1,439 rubber ducks. Presumably different kinds. Why? Because they're collectible. I mean, and rubber ducks aren't just like the yellow rubber ducks. There's like a Captain America rubber yeah, duck. Okay. And a, yeah, I guess that's you know, fair. I'm sure there's all sorts of... And also, in 2013, the rubber duck was inducted into the... I'm surprised this hasn't come up. Toy Hall of Fame. Some toys in the Toy Hall of Fame also include like Mr. Potato Head hmm. and the Slinky. Not Slinky Dog, but the Slinky. Hmm. But in 2013, no, there's actually very few toys in the Toy Hall of Fame because they only had a couple every year. Mm. In 2013, it was just the rubber ducky and chess, right? Do you even think of that as a toy? No, that's a game. Also, chess is really old. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this has to be the oldest thing on the list because I looked it up and chess was invented in the 6th century, if not earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, the oldest toy on the corn the, stock, the toy corn hall of fame. Doll. No older. It is older than the t- corn husk doll. I am one hundred percent sure of this. What is the oldest toy on this list? A stick. Yes. Seriously? Yes. Yes. <laughs> A stick is on this. It was added after the rubber duck was. Good. I'm glad. And sticks evolved three hundred ninety million years ago. <laughs> On early trees, ferns, and shrubs during the, I believe, Denozoic era. Good. Uh, I could be wrong because I'm not a paleontologist, but. Denizella Washington era? Yes. Sticks are older than humans or mm-hmm. maybe mammals. Probably. Yeah, oh yeah, because 300. Yeah, definitely older than mammals. So sticks are definitely the oldest thing on that list. Good. Yeah. Is that the last thing she puts in her? On that part? Uh, did a globe or a bouncy ball? That was later in this minute. It's the start of another. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. The next one is Slinky. Telling his butt that Slinky's he did butt. such a good job. Which, okay, does this mean his butt's a different entity? That, that. Is uh, he a cat dog? But a dog dog? Cat dog. Does his butt have a brain like a stegosaurus or whatever? I have no idea. That, I was. That. He's so encouraging. Because, okay, think about it. They move in tandem, but we've seen before Buzz scratching his head and he wags his tail on Woody's face during mm-hmm. the Stranger stranger Things. Strange Things. And then he pushes his back end off. Right. His back end had to catch up with his front end. Right. Maybe, like dinosaurs, he's got like a nerve cluster there because right. it takes so long for his brain right. signals yeah, to go through. Right, yeah, not like a brain brain, but like... Yeah, yeah. his metaphysical brain signals to go through yeah. all that slinky. Yeah. Because it's like intestines, it's all wrangled yeah. up in there. Tangled up in blue in there. So maybe he's a cat dog, but a dog dog. Mm-hmm. But a dog's butt, dog's front. Mm-hmm. A whole thing. All strange. Yeah. And then we have Wheezy. When I was writing these notes, I was like, I don't like these. But then when we were watching them... I like them. I like them now! Yeah. I just love how Wheezy gets hit in the head with the microphone and apologizes for it. Yeah, that's so Wheezy! Yeah. That's so Raven. It's the future I can see. That's so Wheezy, I'm gonna sing a song. Yeah. How can he catch anything with flippers? I don't know. He said, you gotta throw it right at my flipper. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, even if he threw this flipper, he has no grip? I don't know. Potential. He would kind of, like, roll something up. You know, because his flipper's got to be completely like a, like a snake. Yeah, wrapping around something would be his arm. It's ew, weird, but he does indeed during the second take swallow his squeaker. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see it in his mouth. Right, it's gone. 
That's terrifying. Did someone have to reach the little arm in there and pull it back up? Can you, can you reach in there for me? I've got I need some more skinny arms. I was making a. Really oh, that was the office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one character who Tony Gardner. Tony Gardner. He's a quitter. Yeah. You should fire one of them right away. Just to Gardner. Gardner. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm gonna fit on that. Did you at least think that Lazy Scranton was funny? Was it supposed to be funny? I just don't think I get your manifest style. Was that, was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> Scranton, the electric city. They call it that because of the electricity. <laughs> call poison control if you're bit by a spider. But check that it's covered by your healthcare provider. Oh my god. If we, I think I've talked about this with you. I forget if it was on the podcast or not. But if we did have an office podcast, which we shouldn't buy, just like morally we should not have one because right. it would consume our lives and the right. everyone around us, we would co- have to call it like Lazy Scranton or Electric yeah. City or yeah. maybe Scrantonicity too. <laughs> not Scrantonicity, which I am no longer a part of. You have to come because it's based on audience applause. <laughs> I'm not talking to any. Oh my god! You guys are jerks and didn't come see my band play. This is not related at all. But a few weeks ago, there was an interview with former presidential candidate Willard Mitt Romney, and he had a great quote from it where he was oh. trying to be relatable. And I tweeted because I can't decide. Hot dog. The hot dogs are my favorite. Yeah. No, 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 Jeb. I'm sorry. I have this entire thing memorized. Okay, good. But I have to ask you what I asked in my tweet, which is: Is this better in a Kevin voice or in a Jean Yu voice? Jason. Jason. Whatever. Jason Mendoza. Which one is it better <laughs> in? Because okay, I think I'm gonna, I'm I think gonna have Jason. To I think J- I think Jason. Okay. Or Jean Yu. My favorite meat is hot dog. By the way, that is my favorite meat. My second favorite meat is hamburger. And people are like, don't you prefer steak? <laughs> and it's like, I know steaks are good, but I like hot dog best. And I like hamburger next best. Yeah. Next best. That's Johnny. He you. never says hot dog meat. He says meat is hot dog because that's right. a rich person. A rich person says beef is a meat. You don't say beef meat. Right. But you would say hot dog meat. Right. Because hot dog isn't the name of the animal. It's right. so obvious. Right. My favorite meat is hot dog. <laughs> that is my favorite meat. My <laughs> second favorite meat is hamburger. And people are like, oh, don't you prefer steak? It's like, yeah, I know steaks are good, but I like hot dog best. And hamburger next best. Why use big word for hot dog when small word do trick? <laughs> it's so good. I love it. And this is like several weeks old, even at this point. But I love. That. I don't care. That's my favorite politics. It's quote. incredible. My favorite meat is hot dog. Like as finally a, a quote from a former presidential candidate I can get behind. Right. And I'm a vegetarian, so I can say this all the time because I don't need to worry about what my favorite meat is because my favorite meat is irrelevant. My favorite meat is hot dog. By the way. <laughs> That is my favorite meat. I'm sorry, I can't start the quote without ending it. My second favorite is hamburger. And people are like, oh, don't you... I love that he says oh before saying a quote, because especially in editing this podcast, I notice I say oh before quotes a lot. Mm -hmm. Don't you prefer steak? And it's like, I know steaks are great, but I like hot dog best and hamburger next best. God, it's so good. I love it. (sighs) There's another blooper. There is another blooper. <laughs> Potato Heads, the beginning of it, 
We're back. Yeah, where she give him the bouncy, bouncy ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to think at this point, has she, she put all of this in him? Yeah. Con- 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 Consecutively? What's the other term? Like, all together. Conglomerate? No, like when you have a test and it's over everything in the semester. Oh, uh, Con- Cumulative. Cumulative! Thanks, words. Is this cumulative? I think so. I think he's like, uh, what's it called? Hammer space? Like a bag of holding? Like a TARDIS? Mm-hmm. Bigger on the inside? Mm-hmm. Although, there's a later bloop that contradicts it. But still, I like this idea that they have that superpower where there's infinite space inside them. That's a really cool concept that in some of like my own writings that I haven't really done much with, I like really like that idea as like a utility or a power, but doesn't seem to be like utilized a lot in fiction. Right. But beyond comedy, beyond like Bugs Bunny hiding a big hammer or right. even Mary Poppins hiding a big lampo in her right. bio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since we talked about old characters, I feel like it's only good to end out the week talking about new characters. Yes! Wow. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so, most importantly, obviously, Jesse. Oh, I was gonna say the cleaner. <laughs> no, yes, Jesse, obviously. Jesse is the deepest backstory and most emotional death of any character in this whole trilogy. Yup, fight me. Not even close. But, no growth. True. She doesn't get over anything. She It's just a band-aid. Like, next movie, she has a point where she's like, Oh, it's Emily all over again. Mm-hmm. I just said, oh, at the beginning of the quote, like Mitt Romney, because I'm relatable. You are Mitten. That's my big criticism. I think that's the worst thing about this movie. It's that yeah. her and Buzz, oddly enough, they don't really grow. Yeah, they don't grow at all. They don't like. Maybe next, do. maybe next movie will see them grow together. Actually, I think next movie Jesse would probably get a lot right because it's centered on Woody's love interest. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to be like a rescue thing. So yeah. there's like action there. You know that Buzz and Jesse are going to be good, like, foils to the Bo woody mm-hmm. connection. Especially since, at this point, they've known each other longer than... Yeah, so it's woody. been since 96. Yeah. However opposed... much longer this is going to be from yeah, Toy from Story 3. I don't know. Do you think Bonnie will be older? I don't know, actually. Huh. Well, they're saying until they're saying, you know? Right. Then we have Al, who I think is more than I would have thought before doing this minute by minute... A huge standout. I love Al. Love Al in this He's one. so despicably, like, jerkish. Gross and gross, and... He is, quote-unquote, evil. But right. he's not, like, evil. Like, he's not despicable beyond like, stealing a children. Yeah. He does one bad thing, which is stealing a children's And then the other, the rest of the stuff, he's just, like, a jerk and just, like, yeah. so gross and slobbing. And that's what's so and good pathetic, about him. And pathetic, yeah. He's just, like, the kind of person who you hate to be around. Yeah. But... Between Wayne Knight and the writing and the constant talking to himself, he's so memorable. Yeah. I love Al in this yeah. movie. He's so good. Like, you know, oh, I don't need a shower, all that kind of stuff. It's just so... He's jerky. Oh, it's he's so funny. He's a shower. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. amazing. Don't touch my mustache. He's very pathetic. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. You do feel, like, pathos, is that what it is? The, the feeling sorry for a character? Yeah, I think so. Where that, you know, pathetic comes from, where it's like, yeah, this guy, he might have money and, like, a little bit of power and stuff, but he's so sad of a person. Like, he's not, like, sad sad, but, like, his life is sad. So much that, as we discussed with Crystal Beth earlier this week, he, seeing him, like, break down over this is, like, satisfying. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? You deserve to lose a significant amount of money that won't kill you. Right. Something 
bad to happen that will humble you, that will right. kill Something you. bad, but not, like, yeah. life-ruining. Yeah, that's very good. Good way of putting it. Yeah. Stinky Pete. Stanko Stenchly Pete. Peter. Stanko, man. Prospector. His arc is actually really interesting. Yeah. He goes through a lot of development off-screen. Mm-hmm. When you first watch this movie, the reveal happens, and you have to, like, think back to it, so it's kind of obscured. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it's in supplemental stuff that he eventually likes... Amy. Right. Like, being played with. So, like, unfortunately, all of his stuff... Like, I would love to see, I guess, maybe, like, a short of him? Mm-hmm. With Amy. Or even, like, a cutaway where it's just, like... Or maybe, like, a cameo like Sid has. Yeah. In Toy Story 4, where it's, like, an older girl who, like, maybe has art pieces and one of them is Stinky Pete, and he's in a museum! Yeah! Got it in one. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. He's cool, but unfortunately, he's cool in the background. Yeah. Which doesn't lend itself well to a children's movie, especially when it's short, like this one. Mm-hmm. Bullseye doesn't any emotional depth or development, which I think is okay because he's an animal. Right. He's a dog. Right. I like him, except for the scene that should have been in the bloops. Yeah. I like how loyal and how cool he is, and how he can run faster than a plane and all that, but, like, there's not much to say about him at all. He, right. he just has some cool moments, though. Right. Zerg, cool design. That's, like, I think everyone, <laughs> everyone remembers him. Right. Like, he's in the third movie. Right. He's an unlockable character, I've heard, I haven't played it, but in the Toy Story 3 video game. Oh. And it's like, he's just there. Nice catch, son. Yeah. He doesn't do much. Right. But he's so... Not only is it like he's the Darth so, Vader x thing, but he looks cool. Yeah. Independent of his Darth Vaderness. Right. He just looks like... A cool guy. Yeah. Not he, a cool guy. But well, yeah. He has a cool aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. He's just memorable. Yeah. He's in less of this movie than you think, and yet everyone remembers him. Right. Speaking of... The Cleaner. Yeah. Same. Same thing. Well, if the Cleaner is known more for his chess game, I think Is so. he? I think so. Do you think more people know him from Jerry's game or from Toy Story 2? Because... That's actually... I don't know. Yeah, that question I asked, I, at first I was, like, incredulous, but now I'm thinking, I don't know. Can't answer it, actually. Listeners, do you, where, where do up. you think of him most as of... I mean, obviously we have Toy Story fans listening to this, so that's, like, maybe a little or weird. Or just Pixar in general. Yeah, well, if it's Pixar in general, then that's a valid question. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Buster, I think he's smarter than Bullseye. Yeah. <laughs> and I love him yeah. just because, like, he's. It's great because he's this through line for all three movies. That's just kind of a cameo. Right. Like, he's not even in the first movie. His, we hear him. Well, yeah, we hear him. Yeah. But, yeah. So is he a new character? It's kind of like that alien. Yeah. I think he. I would consider him a new character. Okay, well, cool. This is his first screen time, yeah. Alright. And then Mrs. Potato Head. I'm going to lump her in with the Barbies as really memorable one-off jokes, especially in the bloopers. Great in this movie, much better next movie. I was going to say, great in this movie, but underutilized. Yes, and that applies to both Mrs. Potato Head and Barbie in general. Barbara, yeah. Yes, Barbara Millicent Roberts. Yeah. It's weird because it's a different part. Actually, do you think that the Barbie from the third movie was one of the Barbies who sang with Yeah, I do. Whoa, that's so cool! That's the thing, is they did this with a couple of female characters. It just introduced them, really good one-off jokes with them, Mm -hmm. and then just, like, forgot about them. And in the third movie, they did something really cool. She does the whole eye thing in the next movie and all that. I feel like... Barbie has her big feminist rant. Yeah. 
Oh, well, not even feminist, like, political. Yeah. I think that maybe they were thinking and looking back to Toy Story 2 and thinking, oh, these characters are really cool, and didn't remember how little they used them. Right. And, like, I'm glad they did, because they're awesome. some of the best parts of Toy awesome. Story 3. Yeah. Especially the Barbie, mm-hmm. I think. Someplace dark. Yeah. And dusty. Yeah. How can you tell us dusty by... Okay, whatever. We'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Next movie. The last new character that I can think of? is Utility Belt Buzz. Who's not really a new character. Yeah, that's like a technicality. Right. He's just Buzz again. He's Buzz. Uh, He's yeah. Buzz with a little bit of more Luke Skywalker than last movie Buzz was. Yeah. But that's it, basically. Mm. I think he might be a little bit better at being Buzz. Than Buzz? Well, because he has buzz. the Utility Belt. Well, so. being delusional Buzz, I mean. Oh, yeah. Like, they overplay it more. Yeah. They overplay it to show how far Buzz has come. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Substituting for character development... Redoing the character development from last film, and which we talked about with Buzz. Doing it, like, more... More strikingly. Yeah. And with just different versions of the same character, which it was interesting to explore, like, what is it like when you have a clone army of yourself mm-hmm. around the survivors of Perimeter Create of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's all it is. Yeah. That's, is that all the new characters? That's... Teeny tiny background. Yeah, other than, like, oh, look, Mama Puppy. Or Amy, or Emily. Right. Emily, we don't know anything about her. No. Uh, we know Emily likes... She's um, Andy's mom, though. No, oh, she's not. not. She's not. You know, Amy likes to draw. Yeah, she's an artist. Artist. Too. You know what? I'm going to put it out there. My number one thing that I want in Toy Story 4 is Amy. for it to be any good. My number two thing is Amy having an art exhibit with toys that she's creatively done somewhere in the background. I want... And the prospector is, like, glammed up. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's... He's slammed up. I, I want him silent there. Or silent but glammed up, like physically. Silent but deadly, but glammed up. Yeah, looking like David Bowie, looking like a snack, looking like a whole snack. Yeah, looking like he's prospected a meal. He had mm. beans for dinner. Mm. Brains. Okay, <laughs> but I guess that's it for this week. Join us for next week, which is another full week of credits. Woohoo! Woo! But also bloopers. So that's a thing. Until next time, I guess. Should we just? Make it so his string also broke in the um, thing? A golf ball. Wheezy. In case you want to play golf. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I break your mic? There's a lot of uh, overdone New York accents in this minute. Yeah. <sighs> Until next time. My favorite meat is hot dog, by the way. That is my favorite meat. My second He's favorite meat is hamburger. God. And people student are student like, oh, don't you wish And it's like, I know steaks are great. But I like hot dog best and hamburger next best. Bye!